Welcome back to our listeners. You are listening to the Be Bold for Women Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Lori Carice. Today we have with us Nicole Lauterbach, and she is a professional coach. Today we're going to be talking on the. We're going to be um, discussing the topic of prioritization. So welcome, Nicole. Thanks, Lori, for having me back. Thank you so much for being here. So yeah, let's talk about uh, prioritization, especially, you know, that kind of brings up balance, right? We're always juggling work and life and family balance. So I'm sure when you talk to your clients, you know, the topic of balance comes into play. So tell us, yeah. tell us your, how, how you um, help people prioritize. Well, it's interesting that you use the word balance because I um, really encourage people not to think of it as a balance. It's a balancing act because if it's a balancing act, you can never get right. Um, so I think that's one thing that I'd start with is that starting to think of your life as an integration. There are all these moving parts, right? So there's you have um, you have a whole world at, in your if you if you have a career or a business, you have all the things that are happening there. You have all the things in your personal life. Uh, and all the things happening within yourself and self-care and what your priorities are for how you want to um, work through the day. So starting off, it's that how to manage that integration and applying prioritization to it is the best way. Um, we've talked about goals. So setting those goals and setting those goals across all the different aspects of your life. And then when you have those goals, there's certain things you need to do to achieve them. And that's where the prioritization comes in. What will move you to your goal faster? Sort of a natural conversation for me because I come from a sales background. So sales, you're always focused on your goal and it's money and it's how you get paid. So you're, it's a very easy way to rationalize things. But when it comes to, um, you know, getting cleaning your house or, um, figuring out how to launch your website, things like that. It's a, not quite as apparent. It's funny that you said cleaning your house. I was thinking that very taskless right now in my head, I'm like, okay, so my priorities right now, today we're speaking on a Friday as wrap up the work week, but I also work from home and I can look to my right and I say a stack of dishes that need to be done. And, you know, even though that bothers me, my priorities are definitely getting that last email out to people because we're also closing in on the holiday season and I need to make a few announcements and wrap up a couple of deals even. And um, so my priority really today needs to be money-minded, business-minded and knowing on the other end that I'm gonna have a hard time probably reaching them. And guess what? If those dishes sit here another six hours, so be it. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not, it's just a little you know, clutter in my life, which I try to, you know, the whole decluttering is very important and in, including your surroundings, but you do have to definitely list your priorities. I want to ask you this though, because this is actually something, um, I'm divorced, but when it comes to education, I, I still definitely, you know, my ex-husband, my, my kid's dad, we talk a lot about, of course, education path. And I have a daughter who's definitely struggling academically uh, when it comes to math. 
And, you know, we've talked to her about study habits and stuff like that. He and I actually disagree on something. Let me ask you this. I mean, this might be a little bit off topic, but it kind of leads into your work-life balance. My suggestion is when you have a big task, I like to remove all the little things, get them off the way, just because that number kind of goes away and then focus and really spend time on that bigger project. He, on the other hand, is like, no, go after the big one first. And then deal with the little ones. That way you have it off of your plate. Do you agree with one of those strategies or is it just kind of whatever works for you? It is. I mean, as a coach, it's whatever works for you, right? But understanding what works or what works for your daughter in that situation. Um, there's books. Uh, there's the book uh, Eat the Frog. And it is like, go, go in and do the hardest, worst thing first every day to get it off your plate. And then there's, there's definitely schools of thoughts that, you know, make those small, those small wins will boost your motivation, give you energy so that you can have the space to tackle. So, but there's no right answer. It's okay. what works. And if the, the key is acknowledging if something's not working, like if you are an eat the frog person and I'm going to go tackle that big, awful thing first thing in the morning, but you never actually do, maybe that is not the right, you know, be honest with whether it's working or not, or if you're doing all the small things, but the big thing keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed, then you know that's not work. That's not a strategy that's working. And I also suggest that there's not a right one size fits all per person either. So for some things, it might be that you want to break it down into small pieces or do do the easy wins first. Cherry, you know, do that low hanging fruit. Everyone talks about low hanging fruit. Do that first. You have fruit to start with. But, but then again, if it's not, if it's in this situation, not working for you, try the opposite. Okay. So not, neither way is necessarily right is what's right for you. So you see me, because my list is so long, I like to minimize my list because then I could focus on that one bigger thing and spend a lot more time knowing all that other little stuff is already gone. Um, now, I also batch certain days for certain projects. So Fridays are my radio days. That's the day I do all my scheduling, no other interruptions. So I don't make mistakes because if I'm responding to emails or anything and I'm titling shows and downloading, um, I get distracted and sometimes I title the wrong show. So it's like I have a chunk of time where I actually focus on something that I know needs like perfection. So how do you feel about batching your time for certain projects? Maybe if you're an entrepreneur, Mondays is your accounting day and, and, you know, Tuesdays is your creative day and Wednesdays and Thursdays are your appointment days. Yeah. I think that that lends itself to really extreme productivity. And, you know, I've worked with an outside group um, on their productivity habits. They call them the nine extreme uh, product productivity habits and like one of the key measurements from the rain group is they call them sprints so sprinting in a certain amount of time it's got to be fixed amount of time so mondays are your days so don't let that bleed into tuesday or even they get into smaller chunks of time like i'm going to spend on this day i'm going to spend an hour and a half on scheduling and then when that time is up you're done um, but it allows you the freedom to really focus in and get more done in that small amount of time. So I think that the sprint um, mentality is really important. 
and scheduling it. So not just having that schedule in your head, but having it on paper, on a planner, uh, in your calendar, in your Outlook. Um, I am a corporate person, so Outlook is my best friend, my Outlook calendar. Everything goes in there for me. Um, and everything that I need to, if I need to sit and do, you know, some deep, you know, deep thinking work, it's got to go in the calendar or I won't, I, I really listen to it. I also can delete it. You know, I can cross it out and say, never mind, that's not what I'm actually going to do today because my priorities have changed. Yeah, I think you also need to look at the length of your day. I mean, when do you reach burnout? When do you get those sleepies that you don't want? You know, you yeah. don't want that to be a, a really important task. Like, you know, after lunch, we often, you know, get a little drowsy, et cetera. Um, me, I've been scheduling my work day to be, I work at least an hour before my girls even get up for school. Mm -hmm. I the mom, that's the mom hour. Yeah, well, because I wake up fresh and I already know what I need to do. And it's like, I'm alert, I'm ready to go. But by the time they get home from school, like I'm tired, I'm drained, I'm done. And then it's, you know, mommy this, mommy that, and I need a ride. And can you help me with this? And it's like, you know, then I'm being pulled in mom mode direction. So I have decided, guess what? Three o'clock, I am now mom I wear my mom hat once you know I can sprinkle in checking some emails but I don't start new tasks I don't make that you know part part of my scheduling and my batched time and yeah. I've also stopped working weekends because um and and I might have to go back to that but batch a certain time slot but I used to do a lot of recordings on weekends and I'm really realizing I started resenting having to set my alarm on a weekend morning, even though I'm still such an early bird and I was probably going to be up, um, I'm, I was realizing how important like my own mental health was for me to like watch the news or finish, you know, a book I was, I was listening to or a movie or just planning something personal, you know, going out, getting out of my little space and having coffee with a friend or something like that. So I've really stopped, even though I do events on weekends, I was starting to, when I didn't have an event, oh, I, I should still be in work mode. No, I'm giving myself that break because that needs to be a priority also. Right. Back to the self-care and that part of the integration that's happening is that it's not just about the other people and your, your professional duties, it's yourself too. So I relate, I know a lot of other working mothers relate to that same, um, you know, I used to... I, 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 my grandmother had 11 kids and she always got up at 4.30 in the morning. And I, when I was growing up, I thought it was crazy. And then all of a sudden I realized that is the time that you get to yourself. Right now, um, I'm doing, a, working on a pretty big global project um, at work. And so I started my day at 5 a.m. today, like on a call, like in a meeting. Um, but and everyone sort of goes, are you okay? Are you sure you're okay with that? Like, yeah, because by three o'clock, I'm again, I've, I'm in the same boat. I've switched my hat. And that's not how, how it was five years ago, 10 years ago. And it's not going to probably be who I am in 10 years from now. It just is who I am right now. And I think recognizing that give and take and sort of the redefining of your schedule and your priorities is something that happens all the time. 
No, I agree. And and you're right. You know, there's it's like that different season. What worked for you before doesn't work for you now. And just you do need to make those types of adjustments. When I first started my business, I mean, you know, I had a baby in my arms and a pack and play in my office. And I would work when baby's sleeping. And back then, baby slept a lot. And then you go through the play date cycle and kids when they come home. And even though my kids are a little bit older, I mean, they do all of a sudden, my 14 year old is talking to me. She's very chatty when she comes home. And I'm like, you know what? I went from being ignored to want to be spoken to. I'm going to listen. <laughs> never know when it's going to happen. And see, I used to work a lot of weekends too during nap times. Nap time was my time to work on the weekend. And I like get a lot done. And, but now my kids are no longer they're past that phase and I'm actually a ski mom on the weekends and let me tell you that is oh that's a lot <laughs> there's there's a lot in the morning and then you're doing lunch and then at three o'clock everyone's tired and so I don't do weekend work as much as I used to I still will if I need to if like I'm behind but not it's just it's a, it's the seasons of life that change and everything changes with that so before we go, why don't we offer our listeners like a top three tips of um, prioritization? So would you, I'm I'm thinking focus on money matters is within the top three. Do you have a, a little list? Yeah, I, I would say one, make sure you're, you're, and this would be something that maybe other people will tell you not to do. But I honestly think that because of that integration, you need to have an idea of that, what your to-do list, your, your, your priorities are across your whole self, right? So because you have to figure out how you're going to balance and integrate all of them. So when you make your to-do list, having separate lists isn't, I think, helpful because you're not separate people. Um, <clears throat> but then when you look, so tip two is break things down and identify what are the, the big tasks, the scary tasks, and what are the easy ones. And then um, I think the Third tip is just evaluate every day, every week, every quarter. You're just constantly reevaluating, looking at your goals, what you need to do, what's working and what's not. So that constant evaluation and just deep honesty. How do you feel about um, deadlines? I, I'm a I'm a salesperson, so I'm in a deadline world. But giving other people deadlines doesn't always, you know, work. Um, should I ease up on, on the deadlines or if deadlines are how you really perform best? You know, that's why I stick with that. It's like, I, I give myself a deadline. I've got to do this by whenever and I get it done. So, because I'm also a very creative person, always launching something new and I don't like things yeah. to overlap. If it works for you, then it works for you. That goes back to that, that piece of if, if if you make yourself a deadline and you listen to it great I don't really listen to my deadlines I mean I do work deadlines but just for me that I'm like checkpoint is a better word for me it's a it's a, just the connotation right so deadline means it's done and I'm done or for me I have to look at it like here's a check-in is are my am I where I want to be or not and what's gone right or wrong and what's my next step so um, I think some people, again, work well under the pressure. Some people don't. It's it really, there is no one size fits all. Yeah, no, no one size fits all for sure. Um, okay, well, I think these are some great bold moves to integrate into, you know, 
not balanced on your life. I will take that back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Integrations uh, for, you know, in setting those priorities. So Nicole, thank you so much for being here for our podcast listeners. Of course, I'm going to have your information in show notes and for our radio listeners, how do we find you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, Nicole Roach Louderback, um, or at www.pele-coaching.com. That's H-E-L-E-coaching.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here once again. Thank you, Lori. It's a pleasure. And this has been the Be Bold show for women entrepreneurs. <laughs>